Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist Lisa Gilby, and this is a podcast that discusses everything to do with style, image, fashion, and confidence in your 40s and beyond. So this week's episode is all about how to get a perfectly balanced wardrobe. What sorts of things you need to think about to get there? Because as we know, there's no one size fits all solution to this because we're all so different. So I'm going to be running through the seven steps and the seven things that you need to think about to get there. So really to achieve it is to just take a bit of time working out what works for you. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It's Friday. We've made it to the weekend. Hooray. And we are hurtling through January. I've had a really busy January actually. So it just seems to have gone faster than ever. Um, it's been quite a lot of parties, unusually, lots of big birthdays with friends and things like that. So it's been very busy and hectic. And also, suddenly, I've had lots and lots of bookings for my one to one clients. So I am a personal stylist and I help people with their wardrobes. I edit wardrobes and I take them shopping. And after two years of it being pretty quiet, obviously, because the shops have been shut, etc., for quite a lot of it people obviously feel a bit more hopeful and they want to sort their wardrobes out because I'm almost completely booked up for spring already. So I've had a really great January and I hope you have as well. And today's episode is all about the holy grail, really, how to get a really well-balanced wardrobe. So lots of people feel like there are gaps in their wardrobe and they never have the right thing. And how do you get that holy grail? How do you get to that point where you've got a perfectly balanced wardrobe? Now, the reason I've come up with this topic, I haven't actually come up with it myself. I asked on the podcast last week if you could get in touch with me to let me know the kinds of things you want me to cover on the podcast so that I can make sure that it's relevant to the listeners. And so what I did was I put on my email list, I sent an email round and in my Facebook group, my free Facebook group, Style Power with Lisa Gilby, I asked people in there to tell me their biggest wardrobe woes, their sort of biggest issues with their wardrobe. And it went quite nuts, that post, and people had a lot to say. And I'm just going to run you through some of the main things that people came up with, because it's always good to know that you're not alone. If you're frustrated with your wardrobe, you know, it's it's not because you lack style. Seriously, trust me, everyone has some sort of issue with their wardrobe. And it's a big deal because you have to get dressed every day and you want to feel confident and it really can boost your confidence. You know, when we all deserve to look good, don't we? We all deserve to look good and feel good, especially after the last couple of years. So all these problems are quite common. I'm just going to read a few out. So Nicola, my friend Nicola, who I've actually, she's in my Facebook group. She's also a friend. I've just been out for a walk with her actually this morning here in South London. So Nicola says, how do I keep my wardrobe exciting all year round? I buy new stuff, I wear it out, and then I feel like I have to start all over again. A new season comes along, but I can't afford to buy a whole new wardrobe every season. You know, that's not where we want to be. We want to have a wardrobe that works and with pieces in there that stand the test of time that have longevity. So you've got more of a sustainable wardrobe. So I'm going to address that in a second. Ellie Todd, how can I combat having a packed wardrobe, but actually I have nothing still to wear? So 
packed wardrobe, lots of clothes, but still feel like you have nothing to wear. Hugely common. I think a lot of people have wardrobes full of stuff, she goes on to say, that isn't actually suitable for their real life or far too many things that don't really work for them. Creating a wardrobe that actually works for your real life would be amazing. So really good points there with Ellie. And this is what we're addressing today in the podcast. Samantha Garling says, where to shop for essentials, where to shop for statement pieces, and then how to have infinite outfits with fewer pieces, please, fairy godmother. I love that. So that's really what most of us want to get to. And then Kelly says, I'm still not clear on different style types, classic, romantic, boho, relaxed. I feel like I'm a mix. I dress mostly classic, but I wish I could be more boho or, or perhaps how can I get a sustainable wardrobe? I'm not sure I've written that down right. Brands you recommend, techniques, e.g. putting things in the loft for six months before throwing out. Okay, so what I concluded from these first few questions, I've got lots more questions, but I'm going to cover them on a different podcast because it's all too much information otherwise. So if you break down and look behind, read between the lines of all of these issues, it all boils down to wanting a wardrobe that is functional, a functional wardrobe with less clothes, but more outfits and shopping with more intent. How can you get that? Because once you do that, you will have a more sustainable wardrobe. You will have clothes in there that have longevity. You will have clothes in your wardrobe that suit you, that feel like you. You will then feel more authentically yourself. You'll stop comparing and despairing, comparing yourself to others and despairing because you don't have their style. Well, that's their style. You know, all of these positive, positive things. And also it saves time in the morning, flinging open the wardrobe doors, picking out a great outfit and off you go, doing your presentation, going on the school run, whatever you've got to do in our busy lives, doing it, feeling good, feeling stylish. If you've got a wardrobe full of clothes that are practical, then you'll just feel practical and a bit scruffy. There, there is a good way to break it down. But as I've said many, many times before in this podcast, at the risk of really repeating myself, you know, it's it's no, there's no quick fix solution. There is no one size fits all solution to this. So I can't say, right, everybody listening to this podcast, you need to do this, this, this and this. But there is something we all can do, and that's to take a step back and work out narrow down and hone in what really works for you. And there are tools to do that. Now, I would be lying if I said there was a really quick fix. You know, you do have to spend some time and invest some time in yourself to work out what what works for you. And you deserve to have this time spent on yourself. If you've been spending years bringing up kids, all of that, and maybe you've got to the point now where you do have a bit more time on your hands, make it count take some time, take a step back. Who are you now? Who are you today? How do you want to dress today? It's probably different to when you're in your 20s. You know, we evolve all the time as people. I'm definitely a much, um, you know, different to how I was in my 20s. I think differently. I've got a different perspective. I want to dress differently. And I think we all do. We all have more demands made with our jobs. We're more senior, that kind of thing. Or perhaps we've never really taken the time to work out what suits us and haven't really dressed that we don't feel that well or you know maybe a bit too scruffy you want to elevate your wardrobe 
now's the time to do it. And it just is going to take a little bit of investment of time to get there. So once you realize there's not a one size fits all approach, you know, until you know what works specifically for you, you're always going to be guessing. So it does pay to narrow it down to stop the overwhelm. Now, a good place to start is with my mini course. I'm not just doing, oh, I'm selling my mini course. I have created this to help you to really hone in on the things I've learned in the last 12 years as a personal stylist, seeing inside hundreds of wardrobes. I've worked with hundreds of men and women over the years, just like you, from stay-at-home mums to bankers to hedge fund men. I always say the same thing, but professionals and stay-at-home mums and teens as well, all different ages. Most of my clients tend to be over 35, but I do work with some teens because mums will say to me can you help my daughter or whatever um so i have done that but i'm going off one again off on a tangent but you know i've found the three key things that you need to know that i think you need to know that's going to really help to stop the overwhelm and to get this perfect capsule wardrobe for you that is unique and specific to you and your beautiful self and that's really what's so important not the same as someone else um, because actually looking to others for inspiration can sometimes cause more confusion. So it's best to look inward and look at yourself. And it's the three pillars of style, my course. It's only £27, £27. And it will tell you the three things. So it's body shape. And I go through all the different body shapes, colour analysis, how to work out which colours you are, spring, summer, autumn or winter. And then you can have clothes in your wardrobe that really flatter your skin tone, make you look younger, fresher, all those sorts of things. Body shape's really important as well, so you can cut down the choice in the shops. And then the key thing, the magic element, which is you, your personal style, your style personality. So, you know, are you preppy? Are you classic? Are you more avant-garde? I break that all down in the course. It's all pre-recorded. You just, you basically, I'll put the link in the style notes. You just click the link, then you pay the £27 and you immediately get going on the course and you get lifetime access to it as well. And then if you join us over in the Facebook group, which is free, Style Power with Lisa Gilby, if you've done my course, you get special treatment from me. If you've done my course, I will help you personally on anything that you're stuck on. So this is the place to start because this is going to help you to get in that zone, in that headspace. Once you know those things, everything's going to start falling into place. Okay, so that's number one. Do the course, find the three pillars of style that are relevant to you. Number two, your wardrobe should meet the demands of your personal and professional life. You know, it really should. You need to be able to think, right, I've got, I'm going out for dinner tonight. What have I got in my wardrobe for that? Oh, this, this makes me feel great. I'm excited to wear this, you know, to feel excited about your wardrobe. How can you get your how can your wardrobe meet the demands of your personal professional life? Well, what you need to do is break down your lifestyle. Lifestyle is really important. Your wardrobe needs to work for your particular lifestyle. If you had a corporate lifestyle five years ago, you don't have a corporate lifestyle now. Why have you got those clothes still in your wardrobe? They're not serving anyone. Going back to what Ellie said. How can I combat having a packed wardrobe but having nothing to wear? I think a lot of people have wardrobes stuffed full of stuff that isn't actually suitable for their real life. Too many things in there that don't work for them. So this is really important. Are you dog walking all the time? Are you living out in the countryside? 
when you go out for dinner, what do people there wear? Are you living in a, in a big city? I mean, I live in London, but people don't really tend to dress up around here. Maybe when you go into central London, people do get more dressed up. You know, what do you need to serve your lifestyle, to meet your personal and professional life? Break down your lifestyle, almost like do a pie chart. How much of your time are you at work? What sort of environment do you work in? What kinds of clothes? It just help, it's just helping you to get your mind in the zone and then look at your wardrobe and say, well, actually, all my clothes are really casual, so I don't have anything that makes me feel special. I don't have anything in there. If I got invited to a nice dinner or if I got invited to a party, I don't really have anything in my wardrobe. Or my jeans are looking really scruffy and they need replacing. Try to be objective and look at your wardrobe and think of your lifestyle while, while you're doing that. So I've, I'm going through seven points now. This is a seven-point plan to getting a wardrobe that really works for you and you know to get a perfectly balanced wardrobe which is something that Mary Mary or that was one of the questions that came up in my Facebook group she was saying how do I get that perfectly balanced wardrobe which is reading between the lines what all these people really want so number three out of the seven points seven point plan to getting this perfectly balanced wardrobe think of how you want to look what messages do you want to send? So your clothes are non, it's non-verbal communication. You create an impact instantly. You create an impression instantly with your clothes. It's not just about you, you know, what other people think of you. That's not what I'm saying. It's about you feeling a certain way because it's all about how you feel. That's really, really important. How are your clothes making you feel at the moment? What messages does your current wardrobe send? If you were someone else looking at your wardrobe or a person wearing your clothes, what do you think they would think? What assumptions would they make? So a good way to do this is to just take a minute to jot down. You can pause the podcast for a minute. Take a minute, jot down three words that describe your style. Here are some ideas. Sexy, professional, pulled together, stylish, creative, authoritative, what describes your style? Think about what describes your aspirational style. So maybe now your style is practical, mumsy, frumpy, or maybe it's too formal, or maybe it's not exciting, you know, not that's two words, but um, boring, dull. You know, think of those things. If there's anything negative, write it down as well, because once you've really honed in on this element of it this is so helpful and powerful so also it helps as well to write down what your style isn't so I got the people in the group to do that this week write down what your style is and so Georgina who's been on this podcast I think she wrote glamorous feminine what and what she isn't is classic masculine so it does really help to just sit down and write these things down because this helps to find your personal style. Once you've found your personal style, once you know the three pillars of style, you've related it to yourself, and you're thinking about yourself in all of this, that's when you can narrow down choice. That's when you're gonna get a perfectly balanced capsule wardrobe that works for you because it's relevant to you and it speaks to you. Number four, create a Pinterest board. Why do that? Because again, visually, so now we've done some work in thinking around our style and what we need in our wardrobe. If you create a Pinterest board, 
that's going to bring you visual inspiration and it's a good reference point. What things are you drawn to? Don't overthink it. Are you drawn to patterns, colours, brights, casual clothes? Are you drawn to more formal, fitted styles, tailoring? You should start to see a pattern emerge and that's a really, really helpful and fun thing to do as well. I love Pinterest. I, I use it to decorate my house. I did my whole kitchen on a Pinterest board just by stealing ideas and then putting them into my kitchen. It just really helps to get that, you know, the visual. I mean, some of us are visual learners and some of us are not. I'm a very, very visual learner. But even if you're not and you're not a creative person, trust me, this really does help to nail things down. Number five. So you've done my course. You haven't, but maybe you have. You're going to, hopefully. When you've done the course, you'll know which style type, which style personality appeals to you. Because in my course, I cover colour, body shape and style personality. And then you've narrowed it down. So style personality I'm talking about here in number five, the most important element is which style personality style type. And it's not about putting you in a box. It's about understanding your inherent natural style preference. We all have natural taste. We have taste for it. We have taste for furniture. We have taste for wallpaper, colours, those sorts of things. This is an inherent thing. It's something that appeals to you. So what appeals to you? Which is your style personality? Um, number six, and I'm not going to go into detail in style personality in this podcast because it's too much information in one podcast. I'm bombarding you with seven points to getting a balanced wardrobe. And that drills down in the course as well. And I will do another podcast just on style personalities. If you look back, there are a few episodes on that going back. I think last year I did a whole episode on style personality. So you could have a listen to that in the meantime. Number six, this takes time and consideration. So I said that at the beginning. It does. It takes time to work out what works for you. You're going to be guessing until you know how to make it specific. It's going to save you time in the long run and it's going to save you money in the long run. Once you know all of this and you'll just feel a lot more confident and excited about what you're wearing in your wardrobe. You know, it's one of the joys. Fashion is one of the joys in life. Something we can really enjoy that makes us feel good. And my goodness, we deserve it more than ever, don't we, after just two years. So it takes time. And now that you have worked out and taken the time to think about all of this, it's essential to declutter. So number six is now you've taken the time to think about the things that I've mentioned before in points one to five, do a declutter with that in your mind. Get rid of the dead wood, get rid of things. You don't need to be overly brutal. You don't need to get rid of, you know, really casual things that sometimes when you're feeling ill or cold or you're walking the dog, things like that, you need stuff like that in your wardrobe. That rule, if you haven't worn it for a year, get rid of it, isn't relevant anymore. We're looking for more sustainable wardrobes it might just need styling in a different way there might be things that you you know you, that don't fit you anymore because you've gained weight during the pandemic or just because you've got older or all those things it can be toxic to keep that kind of thing in your wardrobe because it's just a daily reminder that you don't fit into it anymore not on some subconscious level it can be holding you back and causing you know eroding your confidence 
So I always recommend trying to get things out like that. You know, if it's really good stuff, you can package it up and put it in the loft. And if you're determined to lose the weight, good for you, go for it. But, you know, just try to have a wardrobe that works for your lifestyle now and who you are today. So what job do you do? What environment are you in? What activities are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Declutter the wardrobe. It always feels good after you've decluttered the wardrobe. I've got lots and lots of episodes specifically on decluttering, and I've had really top decluttering experts on the podcast as well. So the Mess Goddess has been on here, and you need a Vicky as well. And both of them have got businesses, they're professional declutterers. So go back and listen to those episodes about tips on how to effectively and efficiently and properly declutter your wardrobe. Final point, number seven, which is the crux of this podcast. It's the whole point of this podcast, which is that, you know, we know now, if you've done the course, if you've taken time to think about it, colours, body shape, style, personality, decluttered the wardrobe and not been too brutal when decluttering as well. So you've narrowed down what you need in your wardrobe What are the categories you need to get this perfectly balanced capsule wardrobe that is unique to you? Not a one size fits all capsule wardrobe. So I'm giving you the categories that I think you need to have that balance, what you need in the wardrobe. You need comfies. So this is your real kind of, you know, throw on your jogging bottoms, lounge and watch Netflix, eat a tub of ice cream, take the dog for a walk, that kind of stuff. You do need some cozy, cozy things like that. That's category one. Basics, category two, absolutely essential to have the right, and what I categorize as basics is t-shirts, jumpers, absolute essentials. You know, you can't be without t-shirts, you can't be without jumpers. Jeans, I categorize it as a basic as well. I just think those things are real basics. The next category is tailoring now this is going to be different for everyone within each category um if you want to drill down a bit more on that then you know i have you can work with me one-to-one or i do have a bigger course as well which if once you come into my facebook group you can find out all about that if you want to or you can drop me an email lisa at lisagilvystyle.com and i can send you details that dives deeper into all of this Tailoring is category three. A sprinkling of tailoring, even if you're not in a corporate environment, adding a blazer, that's particularly on trend at the moment, oversized blazers. Once you put a blazer on, it's giving you that polish. I'm a huge fan of jackets. So tailoring, I would would probably add jackets into that as well. Once you put a jacket on, if you've got a t-shirt and jeans, boring outfit, throw on a jacket, throw on a blazer, you've got an outfit. So it does add something. Accessories is another category as well. Accessories, you know, things like hats, jewellery, a chunky necklace can totally elevate an outfit completely. And I have done a podcast episode as well on how to elevate your outfits. So you can go back and listen to that. But accessories are the next category. Really important to have those. Your earrings, you know, these are things that are really personal and can really make you feel like yourself and express yourself how you want to. So accessories, scarves, hats, all those sorts of things, really, really important. And then workwear, that's a category on its own. Now, the, the lines are blurring with workwear because we're in this power casual age where we're wearing 
far more casual clothes to work that are then crossing over into our weekend personal life. So it's not as categorized as it would have been a few years ago where you just had your tailoring and your suits in your work wardrobe. But I think it pays to have it as a category. So certain things that you wear to work that are a lot more formal and really give you that gravitas at work. So that would be a dress that you would wear that is just a bit more professional than anything you would wear outside of work to the pub or to brunch or you know any of those sorts of things. Now, when I say that, I don't mean it needs to be a tailored dress. It can just be a loose shirt dress, but just things that make you feel when you know you've got something a bit more important coming up, like a meeting, it's sort of your power tool. It's your, you know, something you can rely on. So workwear is definitely a category where you've got some pieces that make you feel elevated, that give you gravitas, make you feel stronger and more confident and get you into that work zone. And then the next category is the fun bit. If you are a magpie shopper like me, you have to rein in this part of your wardrobe. Now, I'm a magpie shopper. What that means is I go into a shop like Zara, all sparkles, and I'm just, I'm off, I'm distracted. So I've gone in to buy a blazer or I've gone in to buy something a bit more basic and I end up, you know, well, I would have done in the past. I, I've learned not to do this. I end up coming out with a sparkly sequin pencil skirt so if you're someone like that then the statement pieces you might need to rein in if you've got too many statement pieces in your wardrobe you might need to add some more basics or some more tailoring to balance it to give you that balance statement pieces are the fun element of your wardrobe these are the bits that make your heart sing they're the bits that make you feel special when you go out stand out from everyone else look a bit different feel excited about putting it on get you into party mode just like the outfit that I said before that gets you into meeting mode, you also need a couple of special things that make you feel in weekend or party mode, you know? So these are things that are worth spending a bit more money on. I think tailoring is worth spending a bit more money on, a really beautiful coat, a really lovely blazer, but a statement piece. So a really, you know, an amazing skirt. I've got this skirt from Steen Goer that I got from my friend's boutique. It's absolutely beautiful. It's kind of a 50s shape. It's got a thick waistband, gold stitching, big, bold flowers in orange and pink. I wouldn't, you know, that's not a day-to-day -day piece for me. It's a statement piece. But when I wear that, I feel special. I feel elevated. I've got a couple of silk dresses. I've got silk slip dresses. If I'm going out to a party or something, that would be my go-to. That's my statement piece. So you do need a few bits like that in your wardrobe, some kind of really sparkly blouse that you can throw on with jeans when you're going to a neighbor's house for drinks. The sparkly statement pieces are really the fun, joyful element of your wardrobe. And I think it's an absolute essential. Even if you're a minimalist, there's got to be something a little bit special in your wardrobe, something that maybe costs a bit more. You know, it's better to have less clothes but more outfits that you really love so it's it is best to spend a bit more money on certain pieces so they tend to stand the test of time whenever i have bought things like i've got an isabel morant tweed pink coat that i bought three years ago in the sale but i think i bought it for 250 pounds in the sale it was originally 500 um i i literally adore it it's one of my most loved pieces in my wardrobe and the things that I buy maybe from H&M 
just don't have that longevity. Occasionally you'll hit the jackpot with something and, you know, it will last years and years. But I've definitely learned it's better to take a step back, work out what really suits you, as I've said all the way through. Think about your lifestyle. Who are you today? What message do you want to send? How do you want to feel in your clothes? How you feel in your clothes is absolutely crucial. And spend more money on some key statement pieces. Stop buying the sort of fast fashion. Sprinkle a bit of fast fashion in there from you know now and again, but they can be replaced year on year. But definitely spend a bit more money on coats and things like that. And it, it pays off. And you end up with a more sustainable wardrobe, the less clothes, more outfits, a more balanced wardrobe as well, and a wardrobe that you love. And that really is the holy grail. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if there's anything in particular you would like me to cover, please get in touch, Lisa at Lisa Gilby Style. And I'm going to drop the link to my course, which is just £27 until the end of January in the style notes. And I'll see you next time. Wow, that was a lot of information. I hope I haven't bombarded you with too much stuff in one. I'm going to be drilling down a bit more into all of these topics and going through the other questions that I've had from my community in my Facebook group. As always, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Please do leave me a review. Uh, because it really helps me to get up the rankings and it helps with all the analytics and all those things. It really makes a huge difference if you can just take a couple of minutes to leave me a review. I'd be massively grateful. Take care and I'll see you next time.